Recorded live at Toxin Tasting Studios, it's the Clerical Errors Podcast. The podcast that shows you what's behind the collar. Let's go. Oh, you hear that music? It's wonderful. Isn't that wonderful? I like standing by the fire here, just, you know, outside of the studio. Yeah. You know, it's a little nippy outside, but, you know, it's nice to... It's nice to hear those chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah, that's right. I used to think that was a song about Chet. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) Um, So welcome to the Clerical Errors Podcast. Podcast with our office party. And we have our our gift exchange. Um, Vicar is looking pretty spiffy in his... uh, it looks like a sweater, but it's really like a long-sleeved uh, shirt, and he's got a penguin on there. So yeah. How, very... how's, it, how's a carrot cake, by the way? It could have been peeled a little better. Okay, yeah. All right. I got those, some little Smokies over here. How you doing, Pete? You, you in the Christmas mood? We yeah, took, course, spent a lot of time so. planning this party. Everything's all decked out. <laughs> so... So I, I guess I really like what you did with the tree, Vicar. It's a nice touch. Isn't that a nice touch? Well, what's one thing, guys, that uh, that really makes something a party? I mean, as soon as this happens, you know it's a party. A pinata. Yeah, that's one thing. I that's suppose that's pretty party esque. Hard liquor. I, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I just didn't want to say it. But <laughs> speaking of, um, I this didn't get into some of the other episodes, but. Uh, you know that uh, the prisoner who sent us the thing the, about what'll bother Berg? Yeah. They literally sent me a wine advent calendar. <laughs> so. Was that after they listened to it? Because we asked yeah. for it. We asked for it. Right? So, yeah, we've at been. The moment, uh, I don't think it. Has it come out yet? <laughs> I don't think it's even come out yet. <laughs> so, since we've been recording earlier, um, you know, it's. Uh, we're in a little bit of a time loop, so but no, it's been it's been pretty rad. <laughs> well, what I was getting to of, of what what uh, every party really needs, and probably goes against something you don't like, and this is probably my worst idea ever. Okay. Okay. But but every every party really needs a karaoke machine. That okay? Yeah. I mean, if there's a karaoke machine, generally it's a party, right? Yes. I yeah. So so it got me to thinking, and and uh, this is going to be so horrible, okay? Probably my worst idea ever, but uh, I, I want to start a new segment okay? called uh, uh, Karaoke Catechesis. Okay. And, um, and all my songs, like, at least for this, as I, as I play this out in my head, um, my idea is, you know... When you listen to music in the 80s, there's a lot of earworms. Do you know what an earworm is, Vicar? What's an earworm? It's one of those annoying little tunes or songs that get stuck in your head and just sticks there no matter what, and it'll pop up randomly for no reason. Right, which is, for me, a beautiful reason to tie that kind of magic to catechesis. It sounds like black magic to me, but I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. All right. The nationality does not matter when it comes to music. So no, I not black as in black. I'm talking like, <laughs> you know, this isn't the racist show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured uh, to kick this party off, I'd do a little karaoke. All right. Let's. Uh... Uh, and uh, the karaoke is, uh, um, well, we've you've heard the song The Safety Dance, right? 
No. You'll recognize it. Okay. Right? But that that doesn't provide any uh, catechesis. I mean, you should really put this to, like, Gundam style or whatever. Okay. Maybe next Christmas. Maybe yeah, next, next Christmas. Christmas. I'll take I'll take requests. Um, so this is the stylings of the safety dance, but it's called concupiscence. Okay. All right. Is this it? Is a, is a machine fired up here? <clears throat> I think I'm ready to sing. We're gonna sin if we want to, we wanna leave the law behind. From original sin, the world we're born in, it's concupiscence. Anger, lust, carnal wisdom, what the sinful heart wants to find. We act the fool, we do it all the time, leave the true God far behind. Concupiscence, it's a sin. Concupiscence, it's a sin. The Baptist pond was born unto, where we buried with Jesus Christ. We die with him, we are raised with him, a new one we arise. Now, we love cause we want to, we learn to love the Father's will. We live in hope, the guilt has been removed, daily buried and raised with him. Concupiscence, concupiscence, everything's out of control. Concupiscence, we can sense, by nature we hate the law. Concupiscence. Concupiscence, everyone hates the law. Concupiscence, concupiscence, doing it for the law. Concupiscence, 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 concupiscence. <laughs> wow, I, that was that was well done. Good work. That, well, I, I mean, it was done anyway. It was it, definitely done. <laughs> and right here on this podcast, guys. So why you are a you are blessed. Now it's a party. Now it's a party. <laughs> Any comments on concupiscence? It uh, did I do a good? I mean, yeah, you you talk. some one of my line was kind of muffled where it was uh the. The baptismal font is where we run to, where we are buried with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That came out not as smooth, so maybe next time I sing it. Mm-hmm. Do you talk about concupiscence a lot in like your catechesis, or not really? Yeah, it's probably something we really should um, tackle a little bit more in our sermons and stuff. So I'm glad you did this. Yeah, and and for the listener, if they didn't fully understand it from the song. Oh, by the way, Peter, what did you think? Um, the idea, <laughs> eight out of ten. The lyrics, seven out of ten. The uh, execution, <laughs> maybe a maybe a two or a three out of ten. Well, you know it. He, you know, he did. Uh, he did go over to the table and you know, imbibed a little bit. You know, so you know <laughs> that's fair. It wouldn't be karaoke if it was good, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> and so concupiscence is ultimately the sinful desires, the wants, the needs that we have, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, as Lutherans, we actually have a word for that, too. We actually call it sin. 
And even having sinful desires is sin, which comes from original sin. Where would you find maybe in um, society where this might not, where they might not believe this? I one that came to my mind was um, look but don't touch. Okay, you know that uh, uh, as long as you're doing it in your mind, you know, oh, it's not a sin. But once you actually act on it or sure. do it, sure, um, it, where where the idea is, you control your physical. Uh, what you do with your physical body or what you say, but keeping it inside and not dealing with the sinful desires is also something that we right. wrestle with. And I think the Roman Catholics, at least during this time period, they thought that concupiscence was potential sin, not actual sin after baptism. So like the thoughts and desires, evil desires, as long as you didn't do it or say it, you'd be... You know, you'd be in the clear. Which goes right along with their understanding of really in the, the Catholic faith, especially at that time, where your heart was didn't really matter so much as, as long as you were doing mm-hmm. certain things. So, for example, if you were to have the Lord's Supper, for them the Mass, did it, does it really matter what's in your heart when you do the Mass? Nope. No. No. And so when it comes to sin, uh, what you do is actually what matters. What's inside you, eh? That reminds me of my favorite song on attrition. Uh-huh. You know, Sorry Not Sorry by, uh, what's her face? Um, oh, you're a Swifty. It must be. No, 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 oh. no. Not, it's not Swift. <laughs> She's uh, Demi Lovato. Okay. Right? She sings that song, uh, Sorry Not Sorry, which is the perfect, you know, because if you go into the confessional and you're like, well, I'm not... I'm not really sorry for the sins, but I'm sorry that I'm not sorry that I did this. The priest would at least still give you some sort of, you know, mm-hmm. you know, pity absolution that way. So, so you can find the commandments and stuff everywhere, guys. It's great. But um, concupiscence is the positive side, and by positive I mean like not lacking side of uh, original sin, right? Original mm-hmm. sin is the lack of fear of God, the lack of love of God, the lack of trust of God, and also this concupiscence, this evil desire. And the great thing about our Christmas party is Jesus didn't have any of that. Right. Right? He he was born uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit in a virgin womb, and he didn't have original sin, which was super important because otherwise he'd have to pay right. for his own sins. Right, his and and if we his blood were to cover us, what good would it be if the, the blood of a sinner covered us? Right. So that Jesus is like us in every way, except in sin, and that makes all the difference. Oh, by the way, uh, I need to get some some more uh, apple cider here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Vicar, uh, do they study? They still study concupiscence a lot in the seminary. They do, but I think it would be better if we used this song. Oh, did you see the canter I sing in this? Like oh, yeah. Parts? Oh, oh see, yeah. It'd be great. I think you should suggest this. Yeah. You know, that yeah, thing I, could be I, more... I'll take a copy back. I, got, I, I can print the lyrics out. There, there. I, got, I got a few people that would really appreciate it. I'm sure it would touch the hearts of many people. To be honest, you T- know why I chose ten, concupiscence? Yeah, tens of many. Cause I, because I was thinking of something that would go well with the safety dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it... And I stumbled on something, you know? How often do we talk about that, huh? Not, I not, mean, it's in the second article of the Augsburg Confession. 
Right. And what I tried to point out in the lyrics, if you're able to catch it, is that it is actually addressed in baptism. Mm-hmm. Because in baptism, you talk about the old Adam being drowned along with its sin and sinful desires, desires which is? Concupiscence. Concupiscence. <laughs> it's a sin. So we worked, we, we started with, I want to do, I want to do a song, a karaoke song. What song am I going to do? Well, it's got to be Safety Dance. That's no question. So what are we going to do that makes us... <laughs> you got a lot of songs to choose from, and you chose Safety Dance as a starting point. Of course. That is uh, it's well, interesting Well, you know, that's kind of my warm-up song, because to be honest, when I sing, um, I'm more of an R&B singer. I I can see that. I like yeah. to start off as a baritone and then get up to the high notes. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we this, might get a little this is, this is Bobby a, Brown. <laughs> this is quite a party. A little key sweat. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> so I, I don't know where to go from here. Like. <laughs> It's a party, man. Relax. So, Peter, what are you having for the party? Uh, You know, I was just sipping on some cider, but uh, it's clear now I need something a little harder, so I've got my uh, wild turkey. (laughs) Nice. But you notice, though, the earworm? Yeah. Now now both of you will be singing concupiscence all day. It's true. See? And into the night. All right, uh, let's. Why don't we go to our gift exchange? We want to wish a merry Christmas to uh, Hannah. And uh, what I what I would like to do is now. This is something I I, I uh, maybe we can have a selection of our elephant gifts here to, to mail to uh, Hannah. Okay, since she's she's not here with us today, um, and uh, maybe we'll finally get her cookies like she keeps asking. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to get Maybe. her a, a clerical heirs onesie, right? <laughs> Adult size or chill children's chill size? child's size <laughs> for her new baby. Um, so uh, who, who wants to go first with their uh, their uh, gift here? Let, let's just do round robin. Everybody, pass their gift to the left. To the left. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now, I didn't do very good. I'm job also rapping. included in this. Huh. I'm included oh, in this. Oh, you are. Guys. So then y- you get these. All right. And Berg gets what I got. All right. <laughs> okay. I have an inside man. I'm I'm a remote today for the listener. I'm not actually in the studio, so I'm uh telepresenting but I have a man on the inside. So, I mean, it's kind of a scary box. It says for your own good. <laughs> it says for your own good, keep upright. Yeah, this side up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and that is uh, your brother's handwriting. Very, very uh, Id- identifiable handwriting from Jonah. Yeah, I, I do remember, because I had him in uh, in parochial school yeah. uh, for catechism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's, you're like, you know, he's a smart guy. But then you see him write, and you wonder, is he special needs? <laughs> that's, well, that's, to be fair, he doesn't get it from his mom. 
Yeah, that's that's true. I, my handwriting is <laughs> my handwriting is pretty atrocious. So who? So then, who who goes first? Then let's start with Vicar. Uh, Vickers goes first. Vicar. Yeah. All right, Vicar. What did you get? A very a very heavy book. Still in its wrapping. It says the Gutenberg Bible, Old and New Testament Latin illuminated manuscript. So, like I said, I didn't put any thought into this. I have a bunch of these lying around the house. So, <laughs> I'm, glad, so this, I'm glad you got a vicar. This actually in Latin. This is actually in Latin. Yeah, it's a facsimile. Oh. Considering my children are learning Latin right now, this will be put to very good use. Yeah. So is that just unfortunately not with me does right that mean now? You, like uh, <laughs> someone sent that through a printer. Uh. <laughs> so I I uh, I had a Kickstarter. Is that a facsimile? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> nice joke. I like it. So I was on Kickstarter and I ordered a bunch of these, and uh, so I have a whole box. I have lots of treasures in my home. So, <laughs> all right, and then uh, that's very nice. I very and I got neat. something from Vicar here. Let's see. With, with the assistance of my lovely wife, who's who's, who's a genius at this stuff, usually. Nice. Oh. What is that? It's a vanity vanity kit. It's a. Uh, Looks like uh, you you missed the best part. Oh, did I? The ornament. Oh, there, there's a running gag with her friends. She has this collection of ornaments that have the wrong names. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so they just randomly get given. It kind of reminds me. I, I had the last few uh, Christmas cards to send out one time. Yeah, and and uh, I ran out of Christmas cards, and I had a bunch of bat birthday cards. So I just is put made them happy birthday Jesus cards. <laughs> Hey, it worked, right? Yeah, it worked really well. <laughs> and uh, yes, I have a little snowman named Brad. And nice. um and I have an emergency kit. It's got uh um conditioner, shampoo, and it looks like a little lotion and some soap. So, it looks like stuff she lifted from a hotel. <laughs> and uh I might add probably not a high-end Maybe more of a motel than a hotel. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess it's my turn next. Um. So yes, yeah, your turn, Peter. Do you have your? You want to open my? You have your webcam. Yep. Yep. Um. Can you see us? I can see. You. Yeah, he's up there. Because we can't see you. Oh, sorry. I minimized myself. All right, I can see you. Okay, I've got you a collection of books. Okay. Oh, great. Uh, the first book is entitled. Uh, it's a Bible study, um, called "Living with Too Little Time." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, that's a little ominous. Yeah, I mean, I thought this was supposed to be a happy party. <laughs> Uh, then it's, I it's have good fatherly discipline. Merry Christmas, Peter. Yeah. You're gonna die. <laughs> and then I have an, another book for you, Peter. Um, it's from the uh, the Speaking the Gospel series. It's called uh, "Close the Back Door." <laughs> um, uh, ways to create caring congregational fellowship. Why close the back door? I don't know. Well, because back remember they used to talk about backdoor losses. Bear, I mean, this 
Yeah, I think this is before my time, so. Yeah. But it's ways to create a caring congregational fellowship, Peter. That'll be great. Um, I'll make great use of that for the podcast. And then uh, uh, the original copy was meant for a board of elders, but since... um, uh, But it's... uh, um, God's people at work in the parish, serving others in Jesus' name, a planning guide for the social ministry committee. So awesome! I mean, you are pretty social now, Peter. That's a, we have, we have yeah. lots of we have lots of downloads. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, sometime uh, then you could do a review of one of these books. That'd be you're right. I uh, you're right. That's a great idea. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I'll definitely read them and uh, get back to you with some nuggets of wisdom. Right. And see, after reading the one book, every time you get angry, you'll say, close the back door. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. And then the last, last one is uh, Worshiping God with Joy, a planning guide for the worship committee. Who's that uh, put out by? Uh, this is by uh, written by Hugo Gierke. Um, and it is put out by. Don't say CPH. Don't say CPH. Don't say CPH. Well, it was uh, it was for a worship committee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've come a long way. <laughs> All right, Bird. All right. All right. I think Peter probably least. put a lot of thought into this. It sounded like. All right. So. We got the duct tape, which is rad. Don't forget the bows. It's got bows. What in the world is this? <laughs> Log cabin light, reduced calorie syrup. <laughs> <laughs> wow, not a little. Like uh, a case. Is that a full case? No, there's uh What in the world? How did you even do this? <laughs> so there's all of this. There's like, there's so much syrup. It's <laughs> and then there's a there's a five pound weight in here. <laughs> so I I guess like working off all the syrup. Yeah, you got yeah. you got a a hundred pack of single serving syrup light syrup and a five pound kettlebell. Yeah. So I mean, you know, this is this is good for our advent uh for our advent fasting, right? You know? Eat eat less calories and you know. Uh you get know what for Christmas. You're with all that you're gonna need my soap and shampoo. I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you're you're gonna wanna go through that syrup. It, it, it may be expiring soon. Just, uh... Well that's from your favorite store though, isn't it? That looks like that's from his favorite your favorite store. Is this from Wizbiz? Yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> God, I love Wizbiz. And the the kettlebell is a uh, a Dollar General special. Nice. <laughs> well, the, the wise wise buys in town is kind of like at the Seminary Cool Co-op if they s- sold it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I bought uh, all of this white wine, um, um, like the the little sausage things for cheap. It was great. Man, sometimes you find these great deals there. It's awesome. And it also builds up the immune system. Yes. <laughs> it is one of my favorite stores to shop at. So um, 
let's decide which of, which of these do we want to send as part of a care package to uh, to uh, Hannah. So I kind of want to send the sir- the the syrup. <laughs> well, so we could send like a couple packets packs of syrup. Yes. Right. Berg, do you have an extra one of those books lying around? Yeah, I could do that. Yep, I got I got a couple. And, so. and then this one, Peter. I can. Which one do you want to part with? Which which one? Would... Oh, I couldn't get rid of. Close the back door. I couldn't do that. Okay. Uh, what was the oh. the too little time? The the too little time. I think sounds perfect. I I kind of I was kind of thinking like the social committee because she's kind of like oh, the yeah. she's kind of oh. like the pod she's kind of like the podcast mom and you know. And we don't actually oh, right. communicate very well uh, face to face. You, know, <laughs> you, you can just send all, it there. It's yeah. all blind one-way communication. So. Yeah. And then, that that and must then be we'll scary give... for the listener to think we have two pastors <laughs> and one uh, to-be pastor who are not very good at communicating. <laughs> yes. And then we, and we could send her Brad. Brad. We, we love Brad. And... Um, I got some soap for. Her. Well, I was saying the Brad was coming from you. Oh yes. You can't. We can't give up on the soap. All we right. need that soap. Now we have to send this to her. We yes. have to, but we have to send it to her before no the podcast contact. comes out. Right. Yeah. So this has to be like <laughs> sure by next week, right? Right. Yeah. So. So then she'll be. What is going on? Why did I receive two packages of syrup, a sealed p- copy of the Bible in Latin, <laughs> a, a, a pamphlet for what? What is it? What's the one? Living with social... too little time. No, no, no. The, we're sending the the social the social ministry one, the social <laughs> ministry one, and then an, uh, an ornament for Brad. <laughs> Merry Christmas. From the Clerical Heirs <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so what what else do we have planned for this little party? Because uh, if we don't have anything else, I can sing some more. If you let's come up with something else. <laughs> um, I would like um to talk about Christmas movies, like Die Hard. I knew that that was the first words that were going to come out of your mouth. I knew. <laughs> Die Hard is no more a Christmas movie than the Christmas Story. Excuse you? Ooh. The whole mo- that whole movie is about nothing but him getting shot. Both yeah, of them. Yeah, but it's on Christmas. Both of them. That's all they're about. One guy gets shot. That's the whole movie. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so I figure. Uh, <laughs> Memento Mori. Why don't we? Why don't we make this a, a on the fly top twelve list? Peter, play the intro. Enough nonsense. It's time for Bullhagen's Top 12. <coughs> top 12 Christmas movies? Uh, yes, we're going to do alternating the best Christmas movies and the worst Christmas movies. Oh my gosh. So even, what, odds are best, evens are worst? That way, That's too that way, that way. We're just going to start naming bad start. movies. So if you, bad or good, but uh, we'll just the top 12. All right, number 12. Come up with one. We'll go scroll around. You can be a good or a bad. Number 12. A Swiss Family Robinson from the 1960s. Okay. Uh, we, I have great memories of that. Uh, 
because my uh, my brother insisted that we watch that movie after we had our uh, Christmas party, and so we watched this three-hour movie uh, about Swiss Family Robinson and how inventive they were, and there's actually Christmas in there, and that's when they all come home. There are elephant races. I mean, we had a white elephant. Okay. You know, gift exchange, so... So that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, Vicar, what do you have? Number eleven, uh, Home Alone two. Oh, but I would, I would argue is a good one, but it's also just mostly watching, you know, one lost kid beat up two very inept crooks. Good triumphs over evil. Yeah. See, and and uh, for a good Christmas movie, number ten, I will go with Home Alone one. Oh, do you know why? Because it's the original. Well, Home Alone one was the movie I took Julie to on our second date after the Christmas dance. Aww, I'm starting to tear up here. Yes, without that movie, there may not be a podcast producer. Because we kept dating. <laughs> not, not. Never mind. That sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> not in that way, you creeps. Uh, I need to cut back on the cider. <laughs> you know that John Candy uh, <laughs> basically did that as a favor. He was supposed to be in a cameo in Home Alone 1, and uh, they just kept filming, and he was super angry because I think he got paid less than like the uh, the buffet guy. <laughs> Peter, do you have one? Do you, you want to be a part of this? Sure. I, I've got one. Just uh, one that pops into my head anyway. It's the worst Christmas movie. Number nine. Full Court Miracle, the 2003 Disney Channel original Hanukkah movie. Yeah, I yeah. So did you actually watch that? <laughs> oh, countless times. They played on repeat anytime near Christmas. Really? Ugh. Oh yeah. I I bet you I've seen that movie 20 times, and it's terrible. It's a terrible movie. Well, why did you watch it 20 times? I spent a it's lot of the, money to get to lots of channels. It was on the TV. Oh, siblings, <laughs> siblings. Uh, that is, yeah. There, you know, the 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 movie is about this kid who really they have to win the base the the basketball tournament because I don't know. Because but this one's for keeps kind of thing, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I always joke about kids' movies. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot, actually a lot of movies where, like, you could watch ten minutes of the preview and it, and it always has something like, now the final dance. The dance competition, and this time it's for keeps. <laughs> dodgeball is the same way, right? We're you, gonna lose our gym. You would have preferred the original ending to dodgeball, then, right? What was the original? They lose. Huh? Boom. Um. Well, that kind of takes a drop in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> not a Christmas movie, so we can ignore it. Or it could be. Number eight. A good one. The Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay. Mm-hmm. What? Why? Why? What makes the Muppets different? Ah, uh, I like the Muppets. Well, and Charles Dickens was there for it. That's true. He was. Is that is that the one where Donald Duck is a Scrooge? No. Um. This. Wait. Is, no. That's. Uh, I'm thinking of the. Yeah, that's a cartoon. Yeah. The Muppets confused. are, you know, like little puppets. That's right. I knew that. It just. So this is like I, with you know, the Frog. As, having uh, as many kids and getting them through childhood, it all kind of melts into the same pot. Which anything Christmas Carol, to me, it's like there's so many different versions of that. Right. And you know what's going to happen. 
<laughs> right. It's like being locked in a Popeye episode where every time he gets in trouble, he eats spinach, and everything's okay. You know what I mean? It's just... Hey, it's comforting. It's like you know what you can rely on. Yeah. Right? It's like coming to church. You get the same thing every time. Sure. Which is amazing. <laughs> All right, Vicar. Number seven. I'm probably going to get some anger for this, but How the Grinch Stole Christmas, specifically the Jim Carrey version, because it never should have been remade. I'm kind of... It's kind of dark, and it's kind of, I don't know, earthy. It's, I don't know. Do you have feelings on that, Peter? That, that's... I'm not sure that I've seen it, honestly. How about you, Berg? Yeah, I don't know. I never like all of these like psychological explorations of the, of the Grinch's character. I just like that he's just this mean old cuss that hates Christmas, and then he changes. I don't know. Because they, they try to make him into this sympathetic character, you know, and I don't know. I It make it kind of cheapens the transformation at the end, I think, but, you know. You would probably prefer if the, the Grinch just got even grumpier. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't because, like, it's nice. It's nice when he, you know, he hears the people singing and it changes his heart and, uh, um, it makes it just the the character shift in any other story would be ludicrous, right? But in this one, it's fun. You know, it's uh, kind of heartwarming. You know, so number six. One of my uh, this is more of a memory driven thing, and and I only probably will have one person mad at me for this, and that is um, my mother. <laughs> But there was a while where she made, we all had to, as a family, watch a, a tape of uh, Little Lord Fauntleroy, which was... Little Lord... Yeah. What is it? Font, Fontel... Fauntleroy, I think. Fauntleroy. Yes. It was about, like, some poor kid who gets adopted into a rich family and... Okay. And uh, I don't even remember. As much as I just kind of would fall asleep and never really paid attention because it was super boring... But my mom thought it was good for us. You know. <laughs> Love you, mom. Oh, by the way, speaking of moms, uh, for our uh we did get two votes for you. Oh, okay. Uh in winning the D D preaching. Yeah. So you won two to nothing. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, because uh your mother sent a Facebook message and an email. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> So you won. Yep. Merry Christmas, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, voters, if you're mad about that, well, you should have voted. You should have voted. <laughs> you had a chance. <laughs> All right. All right. I've got number have... five. Am I doing a good one or a bad one? It's up to you. Whatever you want, man. Whatever you, you feel passionately about. Number five. Uh, all right, I'm just going to keep... Uh, most of my childhood Christmas movies have all just been what Disney loops on repeat starting de- December 1st. So uh, up next is uh, the Santa Claus series. The uh, Oh, with like uh, Tim Allen? Yeah, the Tim Allen movies. Oh. Okay. Oh, Vicar likes that one. The first one's actually not too bad. It's, cor- it's corny, yeah. It's but corny. Corny, yeah. That's what I can't get. It's just... Corny. It it's weird because it's like okay you kill Santa, 
and then you like assume this office. It kind of reminds me of Piers Anthony's book. Um, um, uh, he has a whole series on this, and uh, that's the thing. It's uh, where basically all of these different uh, offices, like uh, like death or Mother Nature, time, like they're all offices that are inhabited by different people. And in order to become death, you actually have to kill death. And that's how you inherit that office, which mm. is kind of, so that's kind of what the Santa Claus movies make me think about. <laughs> so <laughs> Santa Claus movies makes you think of death. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, the hey, movie I've been really, super it like starts... uh, what do you call it? Uh, optimistic. Yeah, here, you and, know? and in fact, it's... you're giving us a hard time because we're too dark. <laughs> the movie starts with a kid who's getting di- uh, his parents are getting divorced with a kind of like weirdly too nice stepfather, and then his dad kills Santa. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the movie starts. Yeah, I like it how he shaves and dyes his hair, and then he looks in the mirror and it just like it's like a chia pet. In you know, <laughs> in uh, whatever you know, in fast forward. So that's awesome. All right, that we're to you, Berg. Number four, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the old one with the uh, um, I don't know what they are like. Almost <laughs> pup. They're they're not quite puppets, but it's, it's like stop animation. Stop rank, on animation. Like Rankin and Bass stop animation classic with Yukon Cornelius, who's always licking his uh, his pickaxe. And he sings Silver and Gold. Then he pulls all the... And the Island of Misfit Toys, which is kind of like Clerical Errors podcast, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So that's a great movie. Number three. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, Good or bad? As a Christmas movie, bad. Okay. Okay. Explain. It's it's a guy who has what basically a near death experience on Christmas Eve, and wishes he was never born, and that's all the connection has to Christmas. Because the whole rest of it, he just spends in flashback mode, watching this is what the world would be like without him. Okay. Jimmy Jimmy Stewart's a great actor. It's a very well made movie. Just it's not a, terrible for Christmas. Not a Christmas. So I have to I have to start thinking one for me now. Number two. I will go with uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation as a good one. Good or bad? Good. Because, uh, you know, I mean, the Christmas tree catching fire, the opening scene of him bringing the Christmas tree in. Um, anytime you got Uncle Eddie in there, it's always good. So, yeah, I got to go with, with uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, anyone with a family understands that there's no normal family. <laughs> It's very relatable. <laughs> Some are less normal than others, but I remember my daughter one time, one of the classic lines she had, Peter remembers this, is, you know, everything's always crazy when, when the kids are little. And 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 I just hear this, this little girl in the back, when everything gets quiet, says, it says, why can't we be normal? <laughs> <laughs> and number one. Have we said the Peanuts movie yet? Do we? No, ha- that is a yeah. good one. Do, that do, is a good do one. Do we have to? Charlie Brown. Like that. That's that's one of them. That just gets a permanent number one spot. It's true. I don't remember it. What's the theology number behind one, that, that movie? Linus reads from from Luke. From Luke. Oh, too. yeah. And then Charlie yes. Brown goes out and is happy. 
yeah. even though his Christmas tree looks scraggly. Okay. Yeah. And they and then they sing hymns uh, around the Christmas tree. You know, his little yeah. Pitiful, they sing "Hark the Herald yeah. Angels Sing." Uh, what's that movie technically called? It's just, Is it just a, a tra- Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. No, it's just I think a Charlie Brown Christmas. They almost didn't play it this year. Oh yeah, yeah, because people are. They should remake it with Jack Black. <laughs> As Charlie Brown? Uh, I don't know. That, we, uh, Charlie Brown. You, you, Since you, they you, don't have any yeah. more any more original ideas on Hollywood where it's all either remakes or prequels or sequels. I, I could see him actually you know? be okay as Charlie Brown. I, I did have <laughs> I one that. that I I I want you guys to all go home and watch. Okay. MXC Christmas. <laughs> Yes, which was hilarious, by the way. Yeah, we it's, need to get into this. It is, actually. Ter- it is terrible, but <laughs> hilarious. Um, but the one Christmas movie you all need to watch is Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Santa Claus, I'm writing this down. Conquers the Martians. All right. So it's a 1964 sci fi comedy movie where the Martians are mad because their kids watch too much Earth TV. And so they need, uh, they want their kids to have uh, individuality of thought. And so, in order to do that and to have fun, so what they do is they steal Santa Claus. Did you say 60s or 64? I think it's 64, right? Why do you have this in your brain? (laughs) That you know that this movie came out in 1964. I Googled it. It, He's right. I think there's also so note, uh, IMDb. Uh, the more you 2. know, two point seven stars. Two point seven stars out of ten. <laughs> oh, doesn't it that's, that's just like some movies are so bad they're good. Right. Well, I think uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand did uh, a cover on this. So, what was the one that we saw that was amazingly stupid but amazing? The Meg. Oh yeah, that was awesomely oh, bad. That, that was, was awesomely no. bad. <laughs> that movie had three movies in it. Yes, and none of them were really connected. <laughs> or good. <laughs> but the imagery, though? Yeah. I, I mean, that. Uh, what, what, what's his name, the bald guy? Uh, Statham, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, you could tell it's just kind of a money grab for yeah, him. Yeah, it's like, he, you could just tell he's there, like, he's like, I'm getting paid, I don't care. <laughs> he's, he's better when he's, being, the... when he's being ridiculous and parodying himself. I know, it's awesome. Like... Dude's the dude that just walks in. He's like, I'm the guy with the accent in this in this movie. <laughs> so, uh, so, so tell wait. me more about this uh, this Martian. Uh. So basically, um, these Martians have been getting stuff downloaded into their brains for centuries. There's no individuality of thought. They're all the kids are just kind of lazy and indolent, and and so they go. Sounds to like this, this needs a remake. Yes, exactly. And so um, then Santa kind of wins them over because obviously some Martians don't like this, so they try to kill Santa Claus and, you know. So, so. I, have a, I have a kind of a deeper theological question. Where can you find concupiscence in this movie? Um, probably by the laziness of the kids. Okay. So, like, um, because all they have, all, like, they don't go to school. All the information is just downloaded directly into their brains you think they'd be able and willing to do stuff but they're not so this movie also teaches against concupiscence in that well if kids just have fun then they'll be more individualistic in their thoughts and you know right so 
Well, that has been our top 12 list. This has been quite a party. So, <laughs> I want to hear more about MXC. Yeah. I... I... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. My wife would have hated that. <laughs> I started watching and it just kept like I got through the first episode and I just I think I watched it for like four or five hours. <laughs> and uh I told you it would yeah, change your it, life. <laughs> uh, it is it is super crude and super hilarious. So I did a little research. Oh you and, did like this was a game show in like 1987, called like Taki's Castle, and yeah, a Japanese game show. Yeah, so it was a Japanese game show, and so what they've done, and this is one of our favorite movies, uh, um, where they cut uh, right uh, Kung Pao, Kung Pao, uh, which is another great Christmas movie. If you wanna, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and likewise, just like this show, that movie is a love or hate. Yes, there's no in between. That Napoleon Dynamite's the same way. Mm-hmm. You never find anybody who's neutral on that video, on that movie. So MXC is hilarious because you have people doing running these obstacle courses and they're just, you know, they're biffing it all over the place. The commentary is hilarious. Uh- <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of like uh imagine commentary by four of me on cocaine, basically. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know that's not that's not far off. <laughs> probably not extreme enough <laughs> oh man i yeah it was hilarious i'm not gonna lie so you so you got roped into like because you knew i i did the wife was coming home and then it's over yeah so you gotta... it's like this is my one shot you know so <laughs> i have to like so so i did oh i did which one was your your favorite uh the child actors one was pretty funny the child actors one was pretty funny i still like the uh the organ donors versus the some of the jokes there were hilarious. <laughs> I mean, terrible, terrible, but hilarious. A lot of concupiscence. A lot, <laughs> yes. That show is chock full of concupiscence. Yes, and the, the announcer, the one keeps on hitting the other one in the head. Right. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I just don't know how you could ever recreate that magic, but so. Yeah. So no, it was that was it was awesome. Now, it's time for, I can never get the name of this right, the Concentrationally Impaired Bible Study. Peter, play the intro. (laughs) Do you have impaired concentration? Then this is for you. It's the Impaired Concentration Bible Study. One verse, one verse only. Ah, I love this music. I love this music. You know, by the way, our uh, our intros are, are lacking since we don't have Bert today. It's true. He couldn't make it to the Christmas party, so he's too busy working. It's, it's the <laughs> truth. <laughs> All right, spin the wheel. Second Corinthians two fourteen. Now thanks be unto God which always causeth us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the Savior of his knowledge by us in every place. Well, that's a pretty pretty simple passage. It's uh, the kind of greeting. that. Do you remember the context that this is given? Well, Vickers finding it right now. 
this is part, this looks like it's in the same section following where it says his change of plans and then, yeah, forgive the sinner. Yeah, triumph in Christ, so. There's not much to riff on that. Well, there's. There isn't. Yeah, there's enough. All right. All right. Make this a Christmas sermon. Okay. Okay, so. Okay, we're going to make this a Christmas sermon. Wait, wait, wait. I got it. Okay. Okay, this is what we're going to do. All right. This is going to be a Christmas sermon, one sentence at a time. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm the referee. I, I'm, I'm not yes. in this. Well, we got, we got three trained preachers. Two and a half. Well, two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who's going to start? Well, you were going to go, so... All right. Um, do we need an introduction? The blessing doesn't count. Okay. The blessing doesn't count. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Christmas is a time to thank God. There are many things that we have to be thankful for. Of those things, the greatest is the triumph we have been given in Jesus Christ, who is made manifest to us in the Word of God. We have heard this word read to us in Luke chapter 2. Where, you know, where we hear of you know, the birth of our Savior, this triumphant king. And is expressed by the angels who sang glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. The triumph that we have in Christ is ours. Not because we've done something to earn this but merely by the grace of God. And the beauty for the Christian is the fact that when God came to this earth, as a, he came in a humble way, in a way that we can, be, we can approach. Jesus was born. It is a historical fact. He lived a perfect life, which we are incapable of doing. And in this triumph it, as paul says in second corinthians chapter 2 uh, this is knowledge by us in every place yes this knowledge must be revealed to us by god's word words that we hear at our baptism in worship in our daily reading of scripture for it is with your mouth that you confess no, for it is with your heart that you confess and are justified. Believe, believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Just as Scripture says, anyone who puts their trust in the Lord will never be put to shame. Christ's triumph is only applied to us when it is made manifest through the, save, through the savor of his knowledge. And this must happen through preaching. Yeah, and that's why we're here today. <laughs> the best way to remember and celebrate Christmas, then, is not by gathering your family around a Christmas tree, around food, around presents. The best way to celebrate Christmas is to hear the Word of God, which tells us about the triumph we have in Christ, because that Word makes manifest the savor of His knowledge, not by His preachers, not only in your own homes, but in every place. So may your peace come from a Savior. Amen.
May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Well, this brings us to the end of our Christmas party. Um, do you have any, uh, Peter, do you have any well wishes to the listener this Christmas season? Well, uh, thanks for another great year on the podcast. I mean, this is going to be coming out on the 27th, so next episode will be our New Year's uh, celebration. Sounds like a party. <laughs> Sounds like another party. Fire up the karaoke machine. Um, yeah, so how close are we getting to our 100th episode? This will be 91. Okay, so we've got a few episodes to go yet mm-hmm. for our grand 100th episode. So if the listener has any feedback or uh, input. And and we're going to, we're thinking about a way, because we want to, now when we have 100 downloads that or episodes, that's quite a library that people can listen to. And we want people to make use of it. So one way that you can help us is getting the word out about the podcast. Um, and uh, I've been thinking maybe we could uh, put together a CD of the best moments. Okay. I prefer a track, but you know. Okay. <laughs> Can we do a vinyl? Vinyl. Finally. Now we're talking. Well, well, we could do, we have, we record this on one of those big spinning tapes. <laughs> um, yes. So it's hard to transfer all of that to vinyl, but. Right. We can do it. I mean, if we if we just got like maybe a minute and a half, minute forty five seconds or so, we could just do you know, your your new karaoke song on, on just put that on repeat, you know. Yeah. Oh, I have, we could put no. Think about this. We could put a CD of of uh, some of your your favorite one of your favorite uh, blasphemies. That's true. We could put a dedication on there. We could put one of the campfire catechesis, and just kind of a some of our favorite moments. So, Vicar, if they want uh, any feedback, where where can they find us? How can they contact us? Well, they can email us, feedback at clericalerrors.org. We're on Facebook at uh, Clerical Errors Podcast. And on Twitter at Clerical Errors P. P for podcast. So, on behalf of the Clerical Errors Podcast, have a blessed Christmas. And uh, may your Christmas be surrounded by the peace and joy of the gospel and the promise of God's word. So on behalf, may your karaoke be catechetical and may your Martians be conquered. Thank you for joining us. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Questions, thoughts, concerns? You can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. On Twitter at Clerical Heirs P for podcast or email us at feedback at clericalheirs.org. Thanks for listening to Clerical Heirs. See you next time.